Welcome to the Empowering Family Health Podcast, brought to you by your host, Joanne Callahan. In a world of disempowered and struggling families, it is my hope to bring you inspiration, information and support to take back control of your life and live an empowered, healthy and happy life. We'll be interviewing parents, doctors, health experts and professionals in all areas of health and well-being and my aim is to transform you into the masters of your family's future. Welcome everybody to another episode and today we have Jennifer Brown with us. I'm really excited about this episode because Jennifer has a wealth of information. I am not kidding. Uh, Jennifer and myself, we met God, a good few months ago now at this stage, even longer. I think we met you past Slattery and uh, we're in the Outstanding Network together as well. So Jennifer is a best-selling author and she is a deep health coach. We're going to ask her a little bit about that in a minute. She's also a nutritionist as well, a personal trainer for health, fitness and performance. Jennifer, you're very welcome along. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Joanne. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. And I think it's Probably longer than a couple of months now. I think we met at one of the events last year, going way back. I think yeah. when you were writing the book, actually, yeah, it was a good while ago. I met the two, the two Jennifers, I met you together because I remember getting a photograph of two of you together <laughs> ages ago. So, Jennifer, deep health coaching. What is like? I've heard of coaching. There's lots of different types of coaching: life coaches, health coaches. But what is deep health coaching? Um, I suppose, Joanne, for me, like deep health coaching is kind of looking at a person as a whole. So, you know, physical, the physical aspect of it and the fitness aspect of it is only about 16% of the full 360 degree circle. Mm. I'm big on what I would call coaching for life. It's a, it's a true transformation where you're going to thrive in every aspect of your life. So you're looking at it as like your, your mental, your emotional well-being your relationships, you know, relationships with others around you, relationships with food. Um, we're looking at your environments, your support networks. You know, there's so much involved. It's not just about, I found over the years working with clients, it's not just that one hour in the gym that's going to make you lose that weight that you want to lose. It's so much more than that. And that's kind of why I left that kind of lifestyle behind with the office and the personal training because I really, really wanted to focus on the coaching end of it because there's so much more demand for the coaching end of it and really educating people, I suppose, around that and um, the other 23 hours in the day and, you know, reasons why we would maybe tend to emotionally eat or we have disordered eating patterns and it's just looking more, it's solely like focusing on yourself, bringing awareness to yourself, to the body, looking after our mind our mental health, our well-being, are looking after our digestive system just nice. by doing something simple like slowing down what you eat, you know, or, or how you eat. Yeah, That's nice. what I mean when you look at environment and support. So, like, where are you eating your dinner? Are, are you just constantly eating on the go and packing yourself full of processed food, ready-to-go foods? Not saying that they're bad. I don't use labels, you know, Joanne. I, I really don't like that label, like good food, bad food, and... You know, I would always say to, to clients and people when I meet them, beware of that health halo. You know, I call it the health halo. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. A lot of people are kind of scared of that. They're, they're like, am I doing the right thing or the wrong thing? And they have that categorized, you know. And, yeah. uh, and one day they're told spinach is good for you. And then the next day you're told it's not good for you or whatever, you know. And there's, there's always um, 
something behind it, you know. And as you say, you mentioned the word awareness. And I think that couldn't be further from the truth, like awareness, you know, and we are all individuals. So there's no one thing that's going to fix everybody or one thing that's right for everybody. It's really all individual. And I say that to people in relation to sleep. So obviously I, I educate people around the importance of sleep and it's different for everybody. We all our requirements are different depending on your body type, your genetics, your age. So there's many different factors uh, involved in that. So food so you talk about nutrition as well and and food and eating you know the right types of food or whatever uh what what is food we know food we eat food when we're hungry but really what is food like food is so much more i suppose than just what we kind of class as just being food and you know eating when we're hungry like food is a communicator like when you think of everything that we when you eat food like think about the communication that's happening within the body and all these little tiny signals that are being sent like from the brain right through your gut, right down, right through the digestive system. And this is something that's really, really important to understand, I think, for people. Instead of looking at food as just calories and, you know, food to lose weight, think about it in a more broader spectrum and thinking of food as, like, food is nourishing me. Food is helping me survive. Food is helping my vital organs work. You know, there's an active genius but inside our bodies. Like, you know, all these things that are happening, you know, our hearts just beat, our yeah. hearts just put blood around the body. Our I call it, uh, I call, I, I tell my clients food is information. Definitely food is information because it's sending all those signals to the brain and, and to the digestive system and yeah. our bodies. And that's why it's so important, I think, to really, really nourish ourselves from within. And that's something I, I thrive on. It's like nourishing to flourish because Change will happen, but we need to nourish ourselves first. You know, we need to nourish our thoughts and our body. Absolutely. Absolutely. How we're thinking, the food that we're eating. And food food affects our mood as well. Um, so, like, you know, we have um, just so much about the gut that we don't understand and that we don't yeah. appreciate. Um, so we eat the food and they say we are what we eat, but, you know, really it's what we absorb. We, we really are because so much of the food that we eat, we can't absorb between one thing and another. And a lot of the time it's because of, um, you know, a bad gut or a leaky gut. Can you tell us a little bit about and, and that is really um, the leaky gut is really a big thing at the moment. And it's contributing to a lot of autoimmune diseases, other systemic um, diseases like could be headaches or psoriasis and it's all coming from the gut and this inflammation yeah. in the gut can you talk a little bit because that's a really really important area I think can you talk a bit about that what's going on I suppose thinking about the microbiome in general like it, I, I like to say that it's like a rainforest down there there's so much life going on in our microbiome okay so it's really really important to look after that but like that our microbiome is our own fingerprint so my microbiome is not only the same as your microbiome say for instance so this is something that people really need to kind of get a gist of. And um, so obviously if you're, you know, we can, we can use probiotics, we can use good foods, you know, so say like for things like leaky gut or IBS, you would always automatically think you'd say eat plenty of fiber. But for people with those kind of symptoms, fiber, we don't need a diet that's high in fiber. So there we would be eating mainly for inflammation. So you'd be trying to, to kind of like, you know, when things like that are happening in our digestive system, like a leaky gut, gut say for instance, that's an inflammation. So in circumstances like that, you're not going to go out and tell a client to go out and eat loads of fruit and veg on a high fiber diet because that's not going to work for them. 
they would need to focus more on what I say and, and you know looking after the inflammation. So you would probably maybe start off with a little elimination diet, like what I call it. It's, it's a detox, even though I don't like using words like detox and mm. things like that. But in this sense, you would be detoxing the body, given given the kind of digestive system a break. So something as simple as just sipping on like a, a chicken bone broth for three or four days will really, really, really help ease symptoms, especially if you have that inflammation within within the digestive system. And, and you know, so that would really, really help with something like that. Um, yeah, and then when things like that kind of die down, when that inflammation dies down, slowly you would kind of reintroduce foods and see, you know, like that, it, it's all about journaling and awareness. That's why I always say awareness. So you would journal and be aware. And what, what's the trigger foods? What, what foods are triggering off that, the symptoms again, you know? Um, so it's just, it's vitally important to really, really understand your own body and your own system. And, and simple little kind of, I suppose, tips and tricks to me, you know, because a lot of people will say, oh, I suffer with IBS or would, would stay clear of gluten-free foods and that. And the first thing I would say is like, well, why steer clear of gluten-free foods? Are you celiac? And, and they would look at me and say, no, but it's healthier. You know, so it's really important yeah. to understand that like celiac disease is a disease. And it's really, really important for obviously for celiacs not to eat gluten because it's once again, the body is going to inflame and, and causing the loads of different symptoms. You know, yes. they get to a celiac, so I understand. So, you know, it's, yes, sometimes you might bloat a bit more if you eat a lot of, say, carbohydrate foods or, you know. Chinese uh, foods, sugar. MSN, and the, 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 or whatever it is. I know, but Joanne, it's not necessarily like reactions, like simple things, like I, I would speak with clients, it's looking at the simple things first, looking at our environment, what's happening first, yeah. how are you eating? Are you chewing your food? Are you taking your time eating your food? You know, it's all these simple questions, so much of these like IBS and bloatedness, all this can be prevented through just basically slowing down and mindfully. I'm sure how many of us eat at our kitchen table nowadays, you know, where exactly. We're eating our food on the go as we're, you know, driving the car or out in the car or in the sitting room watching TV. We're not mindfully eating and really being exactly. aware and being present with the food, as you say. And food is energy too. Like it's it's exactly. an energy source. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just slowing down. I know we can't like in a busy world, you know, it's being realistic. You can't just sit and, and eat and whatever. But I think it's really important to take that time out and really stick. Sketch out those times in your schedule and say, well, right, okay, I, I'm going to take a 15-minute break to have my apple or, you know, and really, really enjoy it. And I chew your food, just slow down. Yeah. Um, it's so important, really, really important because, you know, we tend to kind of use a sticky plaster over things and fix everything with a pill, you know. And, and I'm more about preventative methods. Yes, I understand there's a lot of stuff that do, does need medication and it has, it certainly has its place. But, you know, small little preventative methods that you can do, like, if, you know, if you start really being aware and start putting in these little kind of things like mindful eating, slowing down, stop putting so much pressure on the digestive system. Yeah. It can yeah. really, really improve symptoms for people and you won't need a lifelong, you know, of, of medication. Yeah, yeah. And another big thing that I see as well, Jennifer, and I'll just touch on it because we could be here all day talking about this one, yeah. is phones, mobile phones. People, I actually, um, in, in one of my programs, I have a, 
a fantastic image that really portrays the reality now when people are going to restaurants. If you look around in the restaurants, now I know there's not many people now with the virus going around, but I'd say 70% of people have their mobile phone out. And even couples, the two of them are on the phone. They're not communicating. There's no relationship there. And and then with the food as well, so they're, they're not consciously eating. But the relationship's been affected as well. Yeah. Oh, big subject, isn't it, with the mobile phones? It's- Joanne, listen, we could go on for it. I, I, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. And I, I am like, you know, but I, I've gotten back into the habit of when I am actually speaking with someone or having a coffee with someone, the phone stays in the bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm either with that person or I'm not with that person. You know, and the same, you know, I just think it's so important. Like communication, you know, it's just, it's really important in every aspect of our yeah. lives too. And then obviously communication with our own body with food because food is the communicator there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's really important as human beings that we are able to communicate because we can't have success in life, whatever success is, small or big. But having a relationship with somebody is, is something successful as well. And it's something that we thrive, that we actually need, need as part of our security as well. So it's really important that we're able to build these relationships and the mobile phones can get in the way there as well. So, yeah. um, so moving on swiftly, because <laughs> we can talk about that one for a very long time. Yeah. So talk to us. You spoke, you said fasting. So fasting um, to a lot of people means uh, starving yourself, but it's not starving yourself. It's so much more. And it's very, very, it's a very healthy thing to do because you're giving your body a break. And I know when we go to bed at nighttime, we naturally have this 12 to 14 hour fast. Um, so what what is happening in our bodies when we're actually fasting? And why is it? And talk about blood sugar levels as well in relation to that. Well, obviously, you've touched the, the nail on the head there, Joanne, and you said we're actually giving our digestive system a break. And that's basically what, what fasting is doing. Um, um, obviously, like, I mean, it has its place. You know, intermittent fasting is not going to make you lose weight. And that's just something I really, really want to stress because a lot of people think all these fancy diets and everything are making me lose the weight. They're not making me lose the weight, unfortunately. Intermittent fasting does have its place. It does work with people who definitely would have major digestive issues, and, um, you know, a lot of people will use intermittent fasting to really, really help where they only have a small window of time in the day where they actually just eat and then allow their bodies just to digest and, and recover again. And it really works in some some um, areas as well. So basically, like, obviously for sugar, like, our, as our sugar rises, we all know when we eat food, our vehicles go right up to the roof. So obviously we want to try and keep them even keeler. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't say it's, moving forward, it's going to be like the best way to kind of like keep your sugar stable because obviously to keep your sugar stable in the body, especially for people who are diabetic or anything like that, it would be more recommended to maybe have smaller meals. Yeah. Two to three hours just to keep an even keel of sugar levels in the body rather than, you know, the glucose shooting right up because we know if, if we eat a big meal, our sugar levels are going to shoot right through the roof. Like. Yeah. So you really want to make sure that depending on you, once again, everybody is different. You know, like, but intermittent fasting can work for a lot of people who would have a lot of digestive issues. I like, you know, just to give that digestive system a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, you know, even if you feel like, you know, oh, I wouldn't be able to last that long without food, you know, giving it a try once or twice a week, just by even skipping that first meal in the morning and waiting till about 12, 1 o'clock in the day, just to start off small, you know, it can be really, 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 um, helpful and you know really really improve gut health and other and other guests as well and um, just by just something small like that would you agree that breakfast is the most important meal of the day or what would you say to that <laughs> once again there it, 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 that's a generalization 
bring awareness to the body, eat when you feel hungry. Right. Not everybody wants needs that needs to get up and feel hungry first thing in the morning. That's okay. You know, that's why the whole deep um, I don't I don't eat first thing in the morning. I can't exactly that's what I'm saying. So like that's 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 good. That's that works for you. You know, so like that's where the deep health coaching comes in because it's all about working with your body and what works best for you and your lifestyle. Mm, mm. That's exactly what it is. You know, there's not nothing, you know, wrong with not having a breakfast. You do not have to have breakfast. As I just say to my clients, you know, if you feel like you, if you're hungry, eat. And then sometimes you might feel hungry, but it could be that it will just dehydrated. You know, like it's, 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 it's the same thing when we say have eight glasses of water a day. We're all different shapes and sizes. So, you know, at the end of the day, hydration is all down to what your body shape and size is. Talk so, to us about hydration. That is a very, very important yeah. element for the body. Yeah, definitely. Because like 75% of the body is made up of water anyway. So, you know, when that's starting to drop, obviously it's like, oh my God, the body's craving something. And, you know, brain fog, you know, you think you're feeling hungry, but sometimes you might just be dehydrated. So the best way to kind of gauge like how, you know, you're getting enough water for your body shape and your body size is for every 25 kilos that you weigh, one liter of water is what you need for your body. So that's probably the best way to to work out how much water you should be drinking in a day. So obviously then that can raise, you know, especially if you're, would train hard, like for me, myself, I would train a lot. And so obviously the sweat element of it as well, I would really need to be aware of making sure I'm hydrated. So on days that maybe that were that would be hotter or you were training and you're, you're sweating a lot, you might need to, you know, increase the water intake on those days. And the same like with your potassium and sodium levels, making sure that they would kind of be level as well and when it comes to hydration as well. So these are the, the electrolytes. So these are what yeah. enables the energy of the cells. Yeah, very good. Okay, so that'd be yeah. very important for athletes or if you're doing anything energetic i suppose but during the day like for anyone like you know that's what i'm saying like, we say, oh, well, I'm, eating, I'm drinking my, my eight glasses of water per day but like eight glasses of water say for me that's whatever 65 kilos and training that's not going to be enough for me mm. like my I, I drink three liters of water every day and then when i was bodybuilding or whatever i'm really really intense training it could have been up to five liters something yeah yeah so even though i i would be considered small you know so you can imagine somebody that's maybe you know something like 80 kilos and someone who's 50 kilos how can you possibly say that eight glasses of water exactly. so when yeah. you think about it it makes perfect sense <laughs> like for every every 25 kilos you weigh one that's a very good guideline that's a very good guideline you you you, you do a lot of um exercise you say and uh for um performance uh training and, and physical exercises what what type of workouts do you do or what, um, you know, for women, let's, let's talk about women. What type of exercises are good for women, especially, you know, around 40, 50 years of age? What do they really need to be looking at in terms of exercising? I would highly recommend introducing resistance training. Get rid of that cardio bunny kind of, um, you know, mindset where for years it was all about cardio and running, running, running. You know, by adding in some resistance training, which, you know, weight training, even just using your body weight to start out with. We're looking after our bone health, you know, the prevention of osteoporosis coming up to menopause, things like this. We're looking after our joints. You know, it's it's so important to add a little bit of resistance training as we age because, you know, every decade we're losing 10% of our muscle mass, Yeah. you know. So as we age, it's so important to add in that bit of resistance weight and ensure we're getting enough protein in our diet as well, um, especially for women going through the menopause and that as well. And lifting weights doesn't make you bulky, you know. 
and you know a lot of clients say to me the majority is I want to lose weight and tone up so in my head I would say well obviously okay so they want to build a little bit of lean muscle mass and reduce body fat in the, in the, in the diet in the body so basically that's what that is so in order to build up that muscle mass and reduce the body fat we need to do a bit of resistance training feed the muscle so it can grow muscle and fat weigh the same but muscle takes up a lot less room than than fat so yep. a, pound, a pound of muscle is nice and lean it's nice and tight in the body so it gives you that lean look whereas a pound of fat it spreads out and takes up more room in the body so that's that's how you get that toned look yeah, yeah. a bit of resistance training and reducing the body fat in the body your, your overall body composition you cannot pinpoint one area in the body it's overall body composition and does it give you more um uh you know, better energy, uh, optimizing your energy better than having a proper muscle mass as opposed to... Oh, definitely. Plus yeah. the metabolism as well in the body. I mean, you can eat a lot more. People like, you know, I get people saying to me, oh my God, you never stop eating. How, how do you stay so slim and, and lean looking? Because I have so much muscle mass for a woman of my age. It's like, you know, my muscle needs, I, my body needs a lot more kind of food and my metabolism would be a lot higher as well. You know, Brilliant. because obviously it's it's constantly the muscle is constantly needing that food. So you know, you know, get out there, ladies, and start lifting a few weights and building up a bit more muscle mass, and you can eat more. So it's great. It's a win-win situation. Brilliant, brilliant. I think I think it's a really important point about the um the the uh, for the bones and for for um the osteoporosis. Oh, definitely, definitely. Javon, so that's yeah. a big one, especially with the hormones that are dropping when when we're aging that's and yeah, yeah, and and talking about aging. So um, as we age, everything seems to decline in the body. But I suppose when we're looking after our health physically, mentally, it slows that down, you know, um, in all areas. But it, it's going to happen like uh, when we're aging, we can age gracefully, um, you know, and, and that's the way I like to look. You can't stop aging. It's going to happen, but you can slow it down and like everything else as well. Um, and one thing that's really happening um, an awful lot, the numbers are going up, is Alzheimer's. So yeah, I talk a lot about that in relation to sleep. And it has been shown that, um, you know, people that aren't getting enough sleep because part of uh, the process at nighttime is the brain clears itself out at nighttime and clears out all those toxins in the brain, all the healing repair that's been done at nighttime, including building up the muscles as well, which is really important if we're doing training as well. It's really important to get that deep, restful sleep. So in terms of nutrition and, um, you know, what, what types of foods would you recommend for, for mental health, for mood um, all that hormonal health, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, for like for health in general, like I, I would always say, it's it's whole foods, Joanne. Yeah. Foods that have the least amount. Real of foods. Foods that have the least amount. Like a potato is a potato. Simple as there's nothing added. Yes, you can add some butter to it because you know butter. We all need our fat. So when we look at foods, like when we talk about fat, we need our omega trees. Yeah. You know, so we need that. So they're like some mackerel, salmon, walnuts. All these lovely foods that have, you know, high levels of omega trees, eggs, say for instance, you know, you have your omega trees, your vitamin Bs, you have protein in eggs, you know, so it's really, really important. Just simple everyday ingredients, like you don't overcomplicate it. I think, you know, I love it. People get so fixed up and, you know, oh my God, I can't have this and I can't. I, you know, you can have anything you want. You can eat anything you want. I think. And- when you when you when you have so many restrictions, all these diets. My my uh, no, I've never gone. I'm a skinny old thing. I I don't. I've always been the one trying to put weight on when everyone else is trying to lose it, right? But um, what I was going to say was uh, I forgot I forgot what I was going to say to you there now. But um, 
completely forget what I was going to say to you. But go on, you keep going there, whatever you're saying, it will come back to me in a second. Yeah, I'm just, I'm talking about like as in foods and what foods we eat. Like I, I don't believe in diets. Like, so why would you want to diet and, and put that stress on your body? It's all about living it. It's all about eating foods that you enjoy. You know, I would get asked the question constantly, what's the best diet? The best diet is one you can stick with. That's it, that's it. One that's working for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've heard all these, just so many different types of diets. And what I was actually going to say was, you know, at the beginning of the year, we make this New Year's resolution. And, you know, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds or whatever, but it doesn't last because it's like, I have to, I have to, I have to, and there's so much willpower that's required and that takes a lot of energy. Whereas when you're enjoying the process and you're really enjoying the food, it's not hard work and it's so much more simpler. And your body is so forgiving too. And you can get that slice of cake in if you want. Would you agree with that? Definitely. Like, if I don't believe in restrictive diets or yo-yo dieting. And that's the problem. When people start out on a journey on a health and fitness journey, it's, it's all in. It's the diet. It's the, it's the exercise. It's everything. And you're putting so much more stress on your body. Yeah. And you're not even thinking about simple little things like, how is your sleep? How is your digestion? Like, are, you know, are you going to the toilet on a regular basis? All these simple little questions. What's your stress levels like? You know, what's your work life like? And so much is forgotten about. You know, it's just all hell for leather. That's why, you know, the, the coaching systems I put in place, they're done over consistently over time, small, doable actions and practices that are so easy to implement and implement ones that suit you and your lifestyle consistently done over time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's a slow process, but like that, it's an enjoyable one. You're not stressing yourself out. Yeah. And you put these into practice so that they become like anything, like just brushing your teeth or brushing your hair. Yeah, They're it becomes habitual. Time. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it's automatic, so you don't even have to think about it. Um, so tell us, uh, Jennifer, we're coming near the very end of the, the program. So you are also involved in the Your Holistic Academy, which I am too as well, so yeah. we're going to be working together in there. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, so you have some programs coming up. What, what type of programs are you, are you working on? How can, how can you help people? Yeah, well, at the moment, myself and Christine McGonigal, who is the menopause executive, we are working on a program together um, solely focused on menopause and giving women the information they need for menopause and then obviously looking at health and well-being and, and our gut health and how that can actually help women. And in those stages of perimenopause, menopause, and, and postmenopause as well. So Brilliant. that's really looking forward to that. Yeah. It's a very big area, isn't it? Because the people, um, you know, they don't really have to give away their power. They don't have much power. They're, they're, they rely on doctors, um, and medications and all of this. Whereas, you know, it's great what you and Christine are doing because you can give so much information to people about what they can do themselves to help to reduce the symptoms and, and really help themselves and give them the information as to, you know, the choices that they have. So giving them power, basically. Exactly, Joanna. And I think it's all about, because you're actually living through it yourself. Like, I'm experiencing menopausal symptoms. Like, and I, I've started, recently started on HRT, the gel. And only for Christian, I would never have known about this gel because I was yeah. always dead against HRT and, you know, not wondering what was going to happen to my body. But with this gel, you know, you're not taking it orally. So the, there's not much pressure on the liver and things like that either. So it's just a little gel that I rub into my leg. So, you know... It's, it's, it's finding out this information. There's a very, very lack of, you know, there's a lack of information for women around menopause, especially here in Ireland. And that's something myself and Christine really, really want to change and really educate and help as many other women going through that as we can and, and taking it, you know, here within Ireland and globally as well and yeah. getting out. 
yeah, and yeah. I think it's just helping end all this, yeah. It's a fantastic because you know what, women, um, women have gone through so much in terms of their hormonal health, you know, from being pregnant and you know, the the um their monthly cycle and and all these fluctuations with hormones and women are the caregivers as well. We're, women are, you know, especially parents, they're very um they often give to their children before themselves and leave themselves to the last. And I really think that women need to really self-care. They need to really look after themselves. And when you have information like this where they can care for themselves and whatever about menopause, but also loving themselves and doing something nice for themselves that can reduce their stress levels and increase their resilience as well. Um, and with this information, because stress is a massive part of it too, isn't yeah. it? You know, and exactly. yeah, and in this world, especially right now, more than ever before, we are experiencing this whole shift like we've never experienced before. And stress is having a massive impact. And yeah. you know, between our stress response and and our emotional health and all this uncertainty and fear, and this is the very biggest area where we can be controlled, if you like, giving away our power. We're not even realizing it. So. Um, again, you come back to awareness and talking about awareness and how we can help ourselves, care for ourselves and love ourselves. And when we are being the highest level of ourselves, then when we're coming from that place, we can help so many other people as well, you know, in our family, relationships, our children. It just It's a ripple effect. It goes on and on. So yeah. when is your courses beginning or when are, they, when, are they, when are they on? Yeah. Well, at the moment, I am currently running a special offer and it's starting on the 3rd of August. And I'm opening up my coaching program that I would use with one-to-one clients. Um, but I'm opening up, I want to form an online community, Joanne. And it's going to be run through a private Facebook group. But I will be there in the expert coaching. And I will coach and guide you through, um, you know, I want to build up that community, build up a bit of support for women. Um, you know, the accountability. Um, I'll be working through the year-long program um, it, within that group. So, like, it's going to be, like, small, simple, do- doable practices done consistently over time. So in a year, you'll not only feel and look better, but you're also going to start looking and feeling younger too. Even though the numbers are going up, but honestly, you're going to start feeling and looking so much younger as well. And um, you know, so it's a support net- network because I really, really want tr- like true transformation for people so that they can thrive in every aspect of their lives. So I'm opening up that coaching program um, and a special offer at the moment as well. So you're going to get the full year's coaching for less than one month's coaching with me on a one-to-one basis. So I mean, right. it's a fantastic offer. Yeah. I think you mentioned something as well there as well, Jennifer, that, um, you know, you're giving them the information, but you're also there as support and you're given, um, you know, tips and things to actually do to apply it. So it's applied information. Yeah. So yeah. because you're not going to get that transformation unless you're actually applying what you've learned. So that's that's a really yeah. big, I can yeah. read all the books. You can look at all the YouTube. <laughs> and I mean, Jennifer, if, if, if you were to ask somebody, you know, do you know how to lose weight? Most people do, but they don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you much know? Stress. They're putting the stress on themselves around because they're 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 all the time, you know, getting the information off the web and that. But like by holding yourself accountable and actually speaking with other people mm. in the group that are on the same journey as you, and we're all in it together. It'd be women supporting women, and I'm really looking forward to it because I know I've so much to give to people. Yeah. You know, I've so much knowledge there that I can really really help others. You know, not over, not just within health and fitness and nutrition. Like. I've, overcome traumatic times myself in my life I've experienced life yeah. you know I'm still yeah. I'm experiencing you know traumatic times too but I can deal with them so much better because I have these systems and tools in place 
Brilliant. And you have that awareness, as you say, and I think it's that consciousness really. Um, and again, that's where you have the power. That's where, and it's yeah. all about the power, isn't it really, you know, yeah. and having that power yourself. Jennifer, if I was to ask you uh, to leave us with a message or to leave us with, um, you know, a thought, what would you say to people to really help them to be empowered to go on this journey of self-care and mastering their life, basically? What would, what would the message be that you'd have for people? Uh, well, simply, I just would say to them, just take time out for you because you deserve it. Like, honestly, you, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And if you keep giving, 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 you're slowly but surely destroying yourself. You know, just be kind and be gentle with yourself, you know, and, and really, really, that's when true transformation will change because when you truly value yourself and know that you're worthy of love and finally just accepting yourself for who you are, Everything else in life, everything else around is going to just change for the better. Couldn't have said it better. That's just beautiful. Where can people find you, Jennifer? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Jennifer Byrne, or at Byrne Coaching on my Facebook business page and Instagram. And the new website will be live um, over the next couple of weeks, but I'll give you that. So that'll be jenniferburncoaching.com will be the new website as well. jenniferburncoaching.com. And you're also on your Holistic Academy as well. I will be, yeah. I'll be on your Holistic Academy as well, yeah. And, okay, brilliant. Uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today, for all your wisdom and your insights and really helping to empower people, especially women. So thank you, Jennifer, and um, we will talk to you soon. Oh, thank you so much, Joanna. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on the Empowering Family Health Podcast. If you liked what you heard, and you want to hear more, please subscribe to the upcoming cast. And remember to share with your friends so that they too can be empowered.